it made me get back to the person I was and it helped me get back into the workforce. It helped me heal in ways that I wouldn't even thought it would. Mark Galotta was working as a welder when his life changed in an instant. He'd spent years using heavy welding machinery, working long days, manoeuvring large-scale equipment, and he was good at it. But when things took a turn for Mark, he was determined to have a meaningful career. It hasn't been an easy road, but eventually he connected with a service that would change his life dramatically again, this time for the better. These days, he runs the mailroom for a global toll operating company and runs a team of employees with disability. Mark had the skill and determination to make this transition. All he needed was someone to give him a chance. So when he saw a series of doors held open by companies that wanted to make a difference, he didn't hesitate. I'm Craig Foster and this is Getting It Right, the podcast where you meet the people and businesses who are hiring, buying and working with purpose and maybe learn a thing or two along the way. Hey, my name's Mark Lotta. I work for AbilityWorks for the Transurban account. I've been there three years now and I'm 37. You started your career in a pretty different place to where you are now. Can you tell us how you got into welding? Uh, well, <laughs> it's a bit of a funny story. Um, my dad said, I'm not going to pay for you to go to school anymore. You need to get a job, and that was the first job I decided to do. Apprentice Boilermaker all the way through to qualified tradesperson. Um, I love my job. I love welding. I love everything I do. So in 2007, you were in a motorbike accident that changed your life. I was on my way to work one Wednesday morning, and I only know what I've been told, but I was on my way to work. A car did an illegal U-turn in front of me. I hit the driver's door, uh, pushing the driver's door past the center of the car. Um, He didn't make it. I made it and I woke up. I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. I was, my one hand I could move was shackled to the bed, broke my back in two places, fractured my neck, broke three ribs, collapsed a lung, broke my arm in seven places, broke the little bone in my hand, left hand, and 10 bleeds on a brain, one caused a hemorrhage, caused my stroke. So I've got left side deficit where I can't use my left hand properly. The injuries were immense, Mark, and they meant that you'd live with paraplegia and use a wheelchair from that point on. What was that period after your accident like? Well, I got into work pretty much within months of getting out of rehab, really. Um, my previous boss, my previous employer employed me as his second in charge and that's where I was was for a little while until I bought that business from him. And at that time it was more about just having a purpose. It didn't – well, it did matter if the company made money or not, but it – At first, it was more about just getting some normality back in my life. That was during the 
manufacturing downturn and that went to went to bankruptcy after a couple of years and then I tried myself in some more uh, commercial work and nothing really fit like there were job opportunities but I wasn't given the same uh, grace as some of the others were because of my situation and uh, being slower because of being in the chair just there wasn't the right support in place. And in the end, you were made redundant. That must have been incredibly difficult. Yeah, I was I was made redundant at my workplace and then the next day they hired someone new to take over my job. So that was real good redundancy. And tell us about the impact on you during this period. That, that made me think, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? Um made me second guess sort of all my moves up until then because no matter how hard I tried or how hard I put in, I didn't seem to get the gratitude that I think I deserved. Even though you had these setbacks, do you think going back to work gave you some sense of normality? Yes and no, because I had pitfalls. It was like it wasn't a win, but it was... It was still a win because it made me get back to the person I was and it helped me get back into the workforce. It helped me heal in ways that I wouldn't have even thought it would. And so how did you come across AbilityWorks? The TAC, after being made redundant, the partnership the TAC have with the sector, the disability sector, um, is how they introduced me to AbilityWorks. The TAC being the Transport Accident Commission. The TAC mentioned to me that they had an opportunity for some welding work, um, so I jumped at it. Uh, it was welding work at first, but once once I moved into AbilityWorks, I realised where my feet could land sort of thing. My name is Sue Boyce and I'm the CEO of AbilityWorks. You aim to find meaningful employment for people with disabilities, so it's no surprise that Mark found you. When did you meet? The first time I met Mark was probably in the corridor (laughs) at AbilityWorks. I think in those early days, we were very focused on trying to get Mark welding jobs because um, he told us about how passionate he was about welding we were having discussions around with the toolmaker trying to work out, well, how do we get products to him? And we were building, you know, turn tables and trying to work out how we could, um, you know, make welding accessible to him. And so you developed a, a turntable that allowed him to work faster, right? But after some period of time, you realised it really wasn't ideal. We developed a turntable where the products were small enough, that the products that needed welding were small enough that they could be placed on the table and, you know, um, other employees could assist by bringing the products to the table. But as the jobs got bigger, that got more challenging and that's when we looked at other opportunities for Mark. So if one work environment or one particular role doesn't quite work out, where do you go from there? You look at the person and you look at their skill sets and you look at what they're passionate about wanting to do 
and you try and create that match. So we often um, we break jobs down, we carve jobs up into component parts. So if someone has got particular challenges and they can just do one aspect of a job, that that's what they do. Uh, we also use artificial intelligence, um, robotics, um, and training to get people into work. So Mark got on a project with a company called Transurban, who run major toll roads all over the world. AbilityWorks won the contract to run their mailroom and sort the e-tags, the little things that beep as you go through a toll road. Can you tell us a little bit about the history, please, between Transurban and AbilityWorks? So Transurban's been a customer of AbilityWorks for 10 years. Um, AbilityWorks won that account at competitive tender. Uh, This was well before my time, but our relationship since then has progressed. And we've always managed their mailroom services, but since um, the Victorian government introduced their social procurement framework and policies in 2018, um, Transurban has been trying to assist AbilityWorks in many other ways by introducing us to other um, relationships that they have in their supply chain. And there's a special tool in the mailroom, a piece of technology that supports people with disability to work independently sorting mail. And that tool is called Matilda. What does she do? So Matilda uses artificial intelligence and we use Matilda to assist people with literacy challenges to work on the Transurban account. So normally um, to work on that account, you'd need to be able to scan, read a mail document Uh, But Matilda has been fed with keywords, um, which when she picks that up, she's able to advise an employee about what to do with that piece of mail. So you no longer need to be able to read to work on the Transurban account. And that provides our employees with a lot of joy (laughs) to be able to work on Transurban because it's considered, you know, quite a prestigious account to work on at AbilityWorks. One of the other things that's um, happened was the computer skills. So a lot of people may, may not have used a computer um, prior to working on the Transurban account. And when they pick up those skills at work, they're able to take it to their home life as well. So with your experience, what would you say to other workplaces trying to embark on a project that supports people with disability in the workplace? Oh, do it because it gives people such per, uh, people with disabilities enormous purpose, pride in the fact that they have a job, a sense of belonging because they are accepted in, a, in the workplace because a lot of people with disabilities um, have challenges getting a job. You know, the participation rate for people with disabilities in the workforce is almost half that of um, people without a disability. So it's been quite the journey for you, Mark, from starting at AbilityWorks as a welder. What's that been like for you? When they approached me first about the welding job and I was like, yeah, go for it. Even though it was too hard for me to do, I kept trying as hard as I could. Uh, And that was to just show that, look, I've got the drive and I've got the motivation if you can give me the footing and... And that's all it really took for me to to want to do better and be better. We upskilled some of my basic skills to be able to move into the position where I am now as a team leader. 
for the Transurban account, whereas I help uh, John, our supervisor, oversee the whole process and make sure that things are going right and whatnot, like second in charge basically. And I I assist John with everything from day-to-day stuff to end of month to, yeah, shipping, everything. And it's not just the fulfilment from your job you've got out of Ability Works, is it? Didn't you meet a pretty special someone? I'm at the love of my life at Ability Works, so um, as long as well as uh, filling a hole in my social life and my work life, it's filled more than I could ever have imagined it would fill. So it's great for Mark and his team at AbilityWorks. What did Transurban get out of this arrangement? I'm Sebastian Conley. I'm the Sustainable Procurement Manager at Transurban. And my role is to to work closely with our social enterprises and shared value initiatives um, across our business. Uh, We've been working with AbilityWorks for more than 10 years now. In the early days, the team at AbilityWorks simply sorted our mail Today, they process more than 30,000 link tags, the device that beeps when you pass through a toll gantry every month. They also scan and sort up to 400 pieces of mail a day. From a business perspective, working with our partners to create real and meaningful jobs for people also gives us a competitive advantage around opportunities. Future project partners can see we're serious about ensuring our activities deliver social benefits. AbilityWorks has evolved and adapted with us. For example, when we changed our mailroom logistics, so all mail went directly to AbilityWorks in Melbourne to avoid double handling in other states and associated emissions. AbilityWorks stepped up with new technology to support its workers through this transition. The team even started using our shredded mail in its products, packing activities, reducing waste. At Transurban, we work to create this kind of flexibility with all of our partners So they grow with us, and so does the value and the wider benefits of each partnership. Mark, was it a bit of a learning curve stepping into the transurban mailroom from your past career as a welder? It's completely different. Being a boilermaker has taught me good work ethic, I think, and I've then shifted what my focus is from being just wanting to do welding because that's all I really want to do is welding. But I love the other skills that I get to use and get to put into place and get to um, advance and grow on is the other skills that I never thought about. It's helped me with, like I, I help train some of our employees. I help support our employees. Like this is all things that I would never have been doing otherwise. Being the team leader, you're there to keep everyone's spirits up. You're there to keep everyone driven and you're there to motivate them. Every morning we come to work and we're like, all right, what? how many tags do you reckon we'll do today? And like it's, it's a bit of banter. But it's also a bit of like work motivation. 
Do you see that kind of transformation that happened within you, Mark, happening in the staff that work in the transurban mailroom as well? Yeah, 100%. Recently, we've been doing a lot of upskilling with our staff and um, some people have stepped up and stepped into jobs that they probably would never have even considered before because um, it's just broken down into what they can do and then they thrive at that. When they're thriving and when they're comfortable and when they're confident, they're doing their best work. So in turn, great work's getting done in the end. It opens doors for them really like because it opened like me there were things that I picked up through Ability Works that opened doors for me. So I'm sure that others feel the same. Like by giving them a couple of basic keys to push on a computer and know what to do and know what's going to happen, they they glow from getting to know those type of things. Like they, they're just so happy about it. And the Ability Works partnership with Transurban has actually won multiple awards for this fantastic program. Sue, can you tell us about that? Yes. So in 2020 um, with Transurban, we won um, the Partnership of the Year Award uh, with Social Traders. So Social Traders is our sector organisation. Um, and in 2022, this year, we won um, the Game Changer Award for Victoria, Tasmania, and we're now in the running for a national award. Um, and the awards criteria were around innovation, the environment, uh, the number of jobs created through social procurement, you know, how you advocated within your organisation or outside of the organisation um, to create more jobs. So that was the criteria of the award that we won. Even though the awards are great to have, what has this project really taught you about the importance of social procurement? You know, having an account like Transurban, which provides work every day of the week, every week of the year, is very beneficial to an organisation like us and especially, you know, a 10-year history because it does take us quite some time to set up a job when people have complex support needs, you know, so to, to and then to break a job down and to set up the whole system, it can take quite some time. So when you have a long-term ongoing project, that is really helpful and we can deliver, you know, as good if not better in terms of commercial outcomes for our customers as a result. And a lot of the um, work that tends to come to us through social procurement tends to be quite piecemeal, you know, short-term afterthought, (laughs) you know, if someone's having difficulty with staffing at the moment, they'll come to us. Whereas this type of work genuinely helps an organisation like us because you can set it up to really meet the needs of people with complex needs. Let's not be an afterthought. Can you come and sit down with us and let's work out, you know, what we could actually do for you and and build it into your supply chain. Getting it right is about unlocking people and potential. Make sure you're following us in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. There's plenty of inspiring stories chock full of practical lessons, no matter if you're a big company, small business, government department, or not-for-profit. Getting It Right is a Jobs Bank podcast 
produced by Dead Set Studios and hosted by me, Craig Foster. Listener.